You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. And checking it twice. You're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Hello and welcome everyone. Today is our special episode about Why Not Men? Also known as Santa Claus. I'm Don and I'm here with... Hello. Hello. Bean. You say I'm here. Oh wait, wow, you're not even gonna you're not even gonna hype me up. Hi, I guess this is I'll hype myself up. I'm fucking super cool. Okay, no, stop. Uh, no, no. And I'm here with my beautiful <laughs> smart no, co-host. No, I don't want it. Bean. I don't fucking want it. I'm here. Alright. I'm Bean, get used to it. Today we're gonna be talking about the duality. Don's gonna be talking about the Holly Jolly, Christopher Columb- Christopher Kringle. And today I'm gonna be talking about Krampus. And I wonder why we divided this, because I'm the good and she's the naughty one. She's the naughty one. I'm the good one. <laughs> I ain't getting colds this Christmas. Uh yeah, but you are going to get whipped with a birch switch, so I hope you're prepared. You know, some people are into it. Honestly? <laughs> what? Uh, you didn't even know about it before I told you. I didn't know that that European people did it as a Christmas gift, but I did know that Krampus would whip you. I did know about that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, so yeah, which one cool. do you want to start with? Krampus or Santa? Mm, let's start with the naughty. Let me get this out of the way. Okay, naughty it is first. Okay. <clears throat> Beware the knock the night before. Do not answer the call from your door. The burlap sack not filled with toys. Instead, it's filled with bad girls and boys. Now comes the Krampus to take you from your bed. He'll beat you, then he'll eat you all before you're dead. Spooky! Why? Why are you... <laughs> threatening babies out there <laughs> it's not me I, I didn't come up with this oh so it wasn't you who wrote this no i found it on the internet well we were talking about parental control in the search history so maybe we should implement it really <laughs> fast <laughs> who wrote that it's it's very dark very ominous yeah it's just one of the historical little like krampus poems that they would recite to children you should say it to your daughter I don't think I want my daughter traumatized by Christmas. I would rather just have the holy jolly man hmm. in her life. I okay. don't know. That's Krampus cute. is out for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in threatening children. Be good or else. Be good or I'll kill you. Yeah. Because someone's going to take you away in a bag. Yeah. I love it. I hate it, actually, but I love it, too. Okay, so I found a few conflicting sources of the exact origin of Krampus, so I'm just going to cover a few of the honorable mentions since I have no clue for sure, but everyone's trying to take credit for this creation. So, Krampus is thought to come from either Bavarian Krampen, meaning dead or rotten, or from the German Kramp Krampen, meaning claw. Well, this is not how you told me the news. You said it's 
coming from somewhere Europe and I was fucking outraged that it's such a US citizen thing when you read a lot of European countries you like oh it's coming from Europe no we are different nationalities <laughs> we have borders most of us is very different languages you cannot smash us together like that you Europeans you're all the same so which one you think it is Bavarian or German Bavarian. Bavarian. Probably Bavarian. I think so too, because why not come in? <laughs> Krampus is sound a little too, you know, soft next to why not come in? I don't know. Probably Bavarian. Yeah, definitely. So Krampus, or if you're American, Krampus is described as a horned goat man with massive claws and dark fur and a long slimy tongue with cloven hooves where a man's feet would be. He or it or she has a satchel on its back and a bundle of birch twigs. While St. Nick dealt with good children, his counterpart, Krampus, dealt with the bad ones. Krampus was created as a scare tactic used to encourage children to behave or to be the best little boys and girls throughout the year. If you were a little bad, Krampus would come to your home and beat you with the birch switch. But if you were a very bad child, you would be taken from your bed, placed into the satchel, and carried away to be punished. All those punishments included, but were not limited to drowning, eating. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little bit, you know, just a little light. <laughs> Holy I'm gonna fucking drown you. Okay, so it's kind of like a contract with the Christmas spirit. Like you either good and you get some toys, you know, or you're gonna get fucking killed. Yeah. Like, it just depends on what sack you're going to be exposed to. You're either going to be exposed to the sack full of toys or you're going to be placed in the sack and be fucking drowned or eaten or taken away to hell. And I'm just going to say, I'm a fucking adult, but I know myself well enough to know that I would have been acting right if my parents told me this story. I'd be on my best fucking behavior. Whole year out? Oh yeah, best little bean. Like, oh my gosh, can I help you with those dishes, mama? Mama, I love you so much, Mama. I would have been so fucking well-behaved. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I learned about Krampus when I was a kid. But the worst thing that could happen to us, we got that birch thing to beat each other up as kids because we used it as a toy. <laughs> and we loved that. And honestly, every kid was all about the birch thing because we could fight with it. I don't know if the girls were all about that, but we boys, we didn't care about the other stuff. Give us the birds so we can fight. <laughs> I want to beat the shit out of my friend. Yeah. But my mama never told me, this year you were kind of bad, so I think you're gonna get drowned this year, honey. <laughs> like, it, it just never came up in a family conversation during Christmas time, you know? Like, Oh, uh, your mom looks at you and she's like, oh, little Don, you've been a bad boy this year. I'm sorry, Krampus is gonna have to drown you. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like shitting your pants like this is the last yeah. this is my last year on earth what the fuck i messed up really bad this year <laughs> but legend says that uh even mydol has no effect on warding off krampus get it oh no what was that mydol get it cramps get it cramps oh my god get no. it I get it now. I'm allowed to say it because I'm a woman. Thank you. Yeah, you can. I you can. can. This is, this, so this is a woman characteristic again. You can say that shit. You can't make a period joke, but I can. That's true. And I think it should stay that way. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's our thing. You can't have it. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Okay, I took a little section here from the History Channel website. Let me read it to you. What do you let me, I want to know what you think. Okay. There were also cards that were a little more adult. Krampus cards in the early 20th century show him punishing children, yes, but also proposing to women. In some cards, Krampus is portrayed as a large woman whipping tiny men with her birch sticks and carrying them off in her satchel. In another, a smiling woman dangles a defeated-looking Krampus in the air, holding his bundle of birch sticks behind her back. You can draw your own conclusions about gender politics in these. Remember when I told you that male emotional maturity tops at 14? This is another proof. So if we grew up to be a man, we still want a card where a woman just, you know, whips the shit out of us. <laughs> and we just Christmasize it, you know, with that bad woman is a Krampus, you know. I don't know. It could be kind of kinky too, though. I, I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> if my wife would give me such a Christmas card, I would be fucking turned on. Like, okay, honey. Let's... She gives you the Christmas card and then it's just like a wrapped up birch switch and she's just like, Time to go to the bedroom. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so Rachel, sorry. please. <laughs> please. Do you have a Santa fetish? I know some people does. No. Really? I, I didn't even You're not turned on by Santa. No. Like if your partner would dress up as Santa Claus, you wouldn't mm. No, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a thing. It's quite a big thing, to be honest. A lot of people has that. And not just women by the way. Is that like that I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus song? Like, is that what that... Yeah, yeah kinda. Yeah. But that's, that's a very soft version. Like, fully in bedroom sex. She's just like, yeah, baby, put on the Santa costume. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. Christmas is coming mm -hmm. early this year. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. So it's, weird. It's a but I don't judge it. I actually think it's, it's kinda interesting. It's not for me, but... I can see it, but if my wife would propose that whipping Krampus idea, I wouldn't say no, to be fair with you. If you want to punish me, honey, go. Let's go. <laughs> God, that's crazy. Okay, as far as the legend goes in today's culture, the creature is celebrated in some countries even today, including Austria, Italy, Bavaria, Germany, Croatia, Slovenia, and Hungary. Uh, you could have say... Eastern Europe there, and we would have gotten that. Oh, and Austria, right, right. Because Austria is more on the west part, but you... Like I said, you Europeans. No! <laughs> but if you say Eastern Europe, those are the countries of Eastern Europe, so... Sorry, I, I didn't have my I didn't have my fucking atlas out today. I didn't bring my <laughs> atlas to the fucking studio today. I'm so sorry. Jesus. Anyway... These yearly festivals revolve around Krampus during Christmas time. They have parades where people dress in full costume and whip people in the audience. They have wild pyrotechnics, live music, and this was my favorite part. Liquor wagons. Yeah, that's actually a big thing. Yeah. This sounds like a blast. The people are out there fucking living. It is a blast. And uh, you know America has to get its grubby little paws in on it. So the Krampus Fest is becoming a growing tradition here in the States as well. So the spirit of Krampus is alive and well. Hmm. hmm. So I, I didn't know about that the US is picking that one up. We're picking it up. That's actually... It's going to be our thing now. You guys, you fucking lost the right. I'm sorry to say that, but most of your things is coming from, from us. Because we went down to settle a couple hundred years back, so we gave a good basis there. <laughs> okay. There was also even a horror movie made back in 2015, and it currently holds a 66% Rotten Tomatoes rating. I fucking love that movie. I haven't seen it yet. 
You haven't seen the Krampus? No, I went to like watch it because it was allegedly on Amazon Prime or some shit and it wasn't. And that was before, well, that was before I found the website where you could just watch anything. Wait, we don't know any website. Like I don't know that. any website like that. We but if I did, like that, no. if I did, I, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's it. That's me. My... <laughs> if the FBI is listening, we pay for everything that we watch on the internet. Of course, yes. Yeah. Of course. So you haven't seen the Krampus movie. I have to tell you, you have to watch that movie 100%. We should watch it. It's not that the kind of movie that you watch multiple times, but I'm willing to watch it with you. Thank you. Hey, you know what another good movie? It's a Christmas movie, and it's really, it's kind of like, it's cute. It's a little spooky. It's heartwarming. It's called Rare Imports. It's either Rare Imports or Rare Exports. It's a Christmas movie. It's really cute. I though. haven't seen that one. So we can watch that together during the holiday season. Rare Exports. That's what it is. Anyone Holiday oh, right. season. Of course. Bean and I had this conversation that we don't say Merry Christmas because this is too religious. And I say, holiday. Like literally, holiday. How is it not religious saying happy holidays? We're doing this again right now, right in We're front of everybody? We're doing this again right now. Yeah, the ball is out. Being. Because Thanksgiving is a holiday, which is not religious. There's no religious ties. I mean, like, a holiday is just, like, a special day. It's not, you know, it's not the fucking holy day is what you're trying to, like, spin it. I just think you're reaching a little bit. I'm reaching a little bit, but linguistically, if there's such a word like that, I don't know. I just yeah, you're going to talk up. about linguistics and then fucking say linguistically. Yeah, motherfucker. Linguistically, <laughs> Holly, they, you literally push together a Christian word, Holly, with a day, holiday, and you say it's not religious. You're so silly. That's a little bit crazy to me. But You're a silly little goofball. I am, but hey, I think holiday is just as much religious as saying Merry Christmas. I disagree. We can agree to disagree. That's yeah. fine. Hmm. We don't need to agree on everything. I know I'm right. I know you're wrong. So Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So I've brought the naughty counterpart to St. Nicholas. Please, please. So you would like to speak about Weihnachtsmann? <laughs> yes, exactly. Also known as Santa Claus. All right. So Santa Claus was born in Nicholas in... <laughs> Anno Domini, 218 Patara Nin Mira, which is in modern-day Turkey. And do you know how this entire thing started with him? What have you heard? I wonder. What have you heard about Santa Claus? Why we give gifts during this time of the year? So it all started back when Coca-Cola... No, I don't know. You are actually not very far from the how it became really popular. But what St. Nicholas did, and this is kind of a little crazy to me, when he inherited a lot of money, he started to giving it away for donations. So he basically just, you know, went town to town and gave money for the poor. The reason why he did that, because a lot of families during that time sold their daughters for prostitution if they couldn't afford the basic living costs. Okay. And St. Nicholas started to, well, throw a gold coin into those houses where there were a lot of daughters to stop the process of selling them off for prostitution. Basically, that's what happened. So you're telling me that a human life is worth less than a gold coin? Well, back in the day, yes. So basically, the fathers would sell their daughters for prostitution. 
because they couldn't afford a drawery to get them married and they couldn't afford like basic living costs. So their daughter were sad and Seth Nicholas tried to stop this by not going in and tell the father, don't sell your daughter for prostitution. This is a gold piece. He just threw in a gold piece in the window. And the stockings, why Santa leaves the gifts in stockings, the legend says one of those gold pieces fell into a stocking hang above the fireplace that was wet. So they tried to dry it. And that's why they found it in the stocking, the gold piece. And that's how it all started, the legend. So people would put out their little stockings like, hey, throw a little gold my way, pal, buddy, old friend. It went by wildfire. And after his death, he died on December 6th and it became an anniversary thing. And um, the Catholic Church, quite fast, I, in a century, he was made a saint. And it, that is a really fast process for the Catholic Church because they usually take a lot of time to make someone a saint. So you're saying he was a real person? He was a real person, yes. Yes. So you're saying that you believe that Santa was a real person? Yes, it's a, it's not a belief. We have actually historical evidence. You have a the, you, you have a photo of Santa. We have a, we have a photo, yeah. There was there were there were many portraits about Saint Nicholas. Yeah, let me see. I it. will share it on our Reddit okay. and Facebook page if okay. you wanna see it. Yeah. Okay. Now, but Santa Claus became much more than it was. So after he died, he was really popularized in the Renaissance and the Protestant uh, Reformation also picked up this, I would say, tradition at this point. So it became a tradition on December 6th, people would give each other little gifts. Oh, shit. I forgot to say. That reminds me. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, Krampus would come out the night before on December 5th. I forgot to say that. Oh. So he would come out. He would punish the bad kids first and then all the good kids were left on the 6th. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So St. Nicholas wouldn't even need to bother with the bad kids at all because Krampus would like, oh, don't worry, I killed them all. You are good to go. (laughs) I drowned them all. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So Sinterklaas comes to New York and this is kind of crazy to me. So St. Nicholas made his first inroads into American popular culture towards the end of the 18th century. And The Dutch families, the Dutch settlers in America popularized this tradition in the U.S. And Vin, let me ask you something, because the shopping mall centers is not as big of a thing in Europe. It's a thing, but it's not like there's not that hype craze about them. I'm sorry. I just needed some clarification. Mm. Did you just refer to European countries as a whole as... Europe, that's so I'm a European, and so I'm allowed so to do that. That is so fucked up and, like, I am a European. Disrespectful. Le- lived in many European countries, and I'm allowed to do that. The disrespect. <laughs> I just can't with you. I'm sorry. But yes. <laughs> All right. So shopping mall centers, it's not really as hyped and crazed in Europe as it is in America. Let me ask you a question. When do you think the shopping mall center started? Um... I would guess, I would guess around the 30s. 1930s, 20th century. Yeah. Okay. And the Salvation Army, you know, when the Santa Claus is on the corner trying to raise money for the poor, when would that start? Same time around? Probably, yeah. Okay, because you think it really became 
sensational thing because of the Coca-Cola advertisement, right? That's why you tie it around that era. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, I thought the same, but we are wrong. Listen to this. Fuck. In 1841, thousands of children visited the Philadelphia shop to see a life-size Santa Claus model. It was only a matter of time before stores began to attract children and their parents with the lure of a peek at a life Santa Claus. In the early 1890s, the Salvation Army needed money to pay for the Christmas meals they provided to needy families. They began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them into the streets of New York to solicit donations. Those familiar Salvation Army Santas have been ringing bells on the street corners of American cities ever since. Okay, uh, there's a couple things I need to unpack there. Yeah, go. First of all, they don't do the, at least I haven't seen one in a couple years, a Santa. It's usually just people wearing a little Salvation Army apron Mm -hmm. now. They don't have like Santas out there anymore, you know, I guess. Whatever, we're trying to get away from that. But I'm sorry, did you say that they would just dress up homeless people and just... No, not homeless, unemployed. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, man, that's kind of fucked up to exploit like unemployed or, or homeless. Okay. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. It started in 1841. And that shows so much about why the American financial world was so strong. Because you and I thought it started in 1920, 1930. It literally almost started a hundred years before. That's wild. That's like super crazy to me. Capitalism going strong. Yeah. But again, how did Santa Claus turn? Because if you really think about St. Nicholas, he was a bishop of the church. And he didn't look as Santa Claus we picture today. Not at all. We needed to whitewash him and rebrand him in a way that... Okay, why is it whitewashed? He was probably a white man to start (laughs) with. So how was it whitewashed? Uh, it's just a term about to, you know, you're you're changing something to make it like more palatable to a certain group of people. Okay. I'm not talking like he, okay. you know, he was a, a a brown man that, you know, I mean, it could have been, but I don't think it would I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, like you're rebranding a fucking cultural man to be so like it's just a he's just a cute little guy that we put on cards, you know? He's just a cute little guy. Uh-huh. It's not marketable as as a bishop. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Not marketable as a bishop because it's too religious, maybe. Who knows? Hmm. If you want something that's going to stick, you need a character. You know what I mean? Most of, most of our, you know, think about the big boy or SpongeBob or fucking, obviously, Santa Claus is one as well. It's like, it has to be like a recognizable, it has to have like character. It has to be like a persona. And I don't think a bishop that was trying to help poor people is necessarily like as marketable as a fucking holly jolly man in a red suit with a sack giving out presents. I don't know. I honestly thought the same that it was all about the marketing and I suspected Coca-Cola to be behind this. And I was wrong. It actually started with a poem written by Clement Clark Moore in 1822. The poem is Was the Night Before Christmas. And that poem is absolutely beautiful. And because of that poem... Political cartoonist Thomas Nast drew today's Santa in 1881. It had nothing to do with marketing. It started with a poem about Santa Claus, and the cartoonist was inspired by it and drew it. And made a character. And made a character, yeah. Okay. But it wasn't anything like making money out of it yet, which was 
quite shocking to me because I think most of us out there believe that it's the evil Coca-Cola company <laughs> that started Santa Claus. No, it didn't happen like that. And again, I had the same misbelief about this and I was wrong and I'm man enough to admit it. Coca-Cola didn't do much with Santa before Thomas Nas drew up the actual portrait that we have about Santa today. Of course, Coca-Cola used this for advertisement. They made it very popular, but the original idea wasn't really coming from them, which I think is nice that something was inspired by artists, you know. It was coming from artists instead of some marketing plot against us. Which honestly makes a lot more sense because if you think about it, if like Disney or Coca-Cola had come up with the concept of Santa, Mm -hmm. that shit would be like their intellectual property, whereas Santa is basically common use. Like anybody can do a depiction of Santa. Yes. Which makes sense. You know, like they don't fucking own the rights to that shit, which I'm sure they would love, but they don't. So fuck you, Disney. (laughs) Although I have to say my favorite Santa Claus movie is Disney Santa Claus when the father turns to Santa Claus. Which one is yours? Hmm. So not fuck Disney. I love Disney. I love Disney. (laughs) Do not do not go against Disney. You can't. Disney is just too big and rich. You cannot go against Disney being. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, by the way, we would accept Disney as our... Sponsor us. We fucking deserve it. We love Disney. We, Disney's the best. <laughs> 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 fucking corporate sellouts from like immediately. <laughs> I turned so quickly. Love you, Disney. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Disney. Mwah. Merry Christmas. I hope Videxman brings you presents. <laughs> Shit. So, favorite Christmas movie being about Santa Claus. So, I want a movie that's strictly about Santa Claus. Somehow. I don't have a favorite movie that's strictly about Santa Claus then. Okay, then very close to Santa Claus. Mainly about Christmas and the spirit of Christmas. The one that I watched the most as a kid was the claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But Mm -hmm. if you watch that as a kid, I loved it. But if you watch it as an adult, Santa Claus was a fucking dickhead, bro. Have you watched that, like, recently? I haven't watched it recently, no, but I'm very intrigued to check it out with my adult's eyes. You should definitely see it, because basically Santa Claus is like, yeah, fuck you, you little weirdo with your red nose. Well, you can't be on my team. Like, the reindeer were mean to him, Santa was mean to him, and then it was like, oh, there's this fog, oh, I wish that we could see in the fog and then like little fucking sweet baby angel Rudolph is there with his nose and he's like oh you're useful to me now please join my reindeer team like you motherfucker what is funny about that being because Rudolph was actually a marketing creation for money okay Rudolph the red nose reindeer and the first marketing job that touched the the story of Santa made him basically a bully isn't that ironic? Yeah, kind right? of, yeah. It's like basically a direct fucking contradiction to what St. Nicholas was actually all about. Yes. We cannot really talk about St. Nicholas without... Or, uh, excuse me. We cannot really talk about Santa Claus without mentioning Mrs. Claus. Why do you think Santa Claus was married to Mrs. Claus? To uphold the American values of a nuclear family. That's very interesting because probably that's why. Because he got married around 1849. 
1864, the Metropolites Robert St. Clair drew Mrs. Claus in this way. She appears in a woman's dream wearing hessian high boots, a dozen of short red petticoats, and an old large straw bonnet, and bringing the woman a wide selection of finery to wear. So you are right. Probably Santa Claus got married because of holding up the family tradition. But as I was thinking about it, wouldn't it be weird if a single old man breaks into your home, (laughs) bringing (laughs) gifts to your children? Oh, my God. Eating cookies, drinking milk, and would just leave? Yeah, it's looking a little... it's, It's painted a picture that I don't think... It's it's interesting because when he's a fucking married man, it's like, yeah, you know, bring yeah. toys to my kids, fucking eat my cookies, like, love it. But when it's like a single, a single old man, old, <laughs> single old man comes into your house to bring toys for your children, it's like, get the fuck out of my house. You just the shotgun, get out. And how fast they realize this, that this is a little bit cringe. In 1849, they made, okay, he got to get married. He has no choice. He yeah. has to get married. You're going to have to wife up. You can't be going into people's houses. And <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you better watch out. <laughs> you better not cry. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole different fucking vibe. And one thing I would like to mention uh, as well. So I don't know how many of you guys know, but um, where does Santa Claus live? Is it the North Pole? The North Pole? Yeah. Which is in? Antarctica. Um, which is in the territory of? Antarctica. Canada! <laughs> in 2013, there was the Russian government started to push military towards Antarctica and the North Pole. And this is, I would like to read this news as is. Ottawa. Canada woved on Tuesday today. It was 2013, so it's not fresh, but I think it, it shows the Canadian holiday spirit, by the way. So again, Ottawa. Canada woved on Tuesday to defend the North Pole and Santa Claus, insisting the mythical figure is a citizen after Russia ordered its military step up its Arctic presence. Paul Calandra, parliamentary secretary to the prime minister, cited Canada's claim of the North Pole to bash an opposition party in parliament. We are defending the North further by making a claim on the North Pole, he said. We know that the opposition, liberals, do not think that the North Pole or Santa Claus are in Canada. We do. We are going to make sure that we protect them as best we can. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau agreed saying, Everyone knows that Santa Claus is Canadian. His postal code is H-O-H-O-H-O. He said, alluding to a mailing address assigned to Santa by Canada Post. What is going on? (laughs) Justin Trudeau, don't you fucking gatekeep Santa from us. (laughs) And after that, as you said, the entire world was like, no, Santa Claus is a citizen of the world. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, Rich people don't have borders. Think about it. Think about it. Santa's a fucking rich man. He goes where he wants. That's all I'm saying. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. He Actually, historically, he was a fucking rich man, but he gave all his wealth away to save uh, daughters from prostitution. Jeff Bezos, are you listening? 
Elon Musk? Are you afraid that you will be sold for prostitution today? Elon Musk, are you listening? If you want to be, be, shut the fuck up. If you want, if you guys, all I'm saying, think about it. If you guys want to really go down in history, that's a quote from the fucking Christmas song. Think about it. Use your wealth for good. Thank you. Or, or if you don't, if you don't want to donate all your wealth, uh, it's enough if you promote this channel as well. Thank you, Amazon, and thank you, Tesla. Thank you. I love you, Tesla. I love you, Amazon. The best no, car I fucking in the world. don't. I'm, I'm fucking gonna get rid of my Cadillac. Also, if Cadillac wants to sponsor me, I'm, I'm ready to keep it. <laughs> you little greedy grubber. In in this Christmas season, you're out here fucking trying to get promos, bro. I mean, what's Stop wrong it. with that? <laughs> Stop it. We do this for the people. Of course we do this for the people, but it doesn't mean I cannot get something. Something just a little bit. I'm not just kidding. Okay. Okay. So next is we need to talk about something. Why does Santa Claus say ho, ho, ho? Because he was saving all the little girls from becoming prostitutes. Oh, my fucking God. I haven't even... He's like, all you little ho-ho-hos. Holy shit. Okay. Fuck that shit. I think you are more <laughs> right than the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. You heard it here first. I'm more correct than the Oxford Dix- Dix- Dictionary. Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> the Oxford... I'm more correct than those Oxford Dicks. Dix- <laughs> <laughs> those Dicks and Oxford wrong. <laughs> Actually, that makes sense. He saved daughters to become prostitutes. So he says, ho, ho, ho. There's Dude. not going to be much ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking wrinkly ass brain, dude. I'm so like beyond my time. I'm a scholar beyond my time. That's all I'm saying. I have to say it makes more sense to me that I actually brought. So I'm a little bit shamed to read this. Yeah, go ahead. Read it. But according to, uh, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, a double or triple hole was used to express derision or derisive laughter, possibly as far back as the late 12th century. And it was definitely in play by the 16th century. A solitary hole, meanwhile, could connote surprise, admiration, exultation, often ironical, triumph or taunting. While Papa Noel doesn't taunt or deride, there is something pretty puckish about the way he steals undetected into and out of people's houses at night. So basically the Oxford Dictionary thinks because he's this mischievous old man who gets into your home as a burglar but doesn't steal anything but leave you presents and gets out because of this mischievous way he gets in. That's why he says ho ho ho. However, I think Bean solved it on a level that the Oxford Dicks cannot think. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You're welcome, historians. Write this shit down. Yeah. So, like, you're. T- I've just never heard anyone go like in a form of laughter. Be like, imagine just like belly laughing and just be like, oh, oh, oh. Like <laughs> that's nobody does that. Get the fuck out of here with that. Excuse or- me, Santa does that. Oh right, yeah, of course. And Santa Claus is somebody. I'm pro Santa. If Santa Claus would like to promote me, I'm done. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> So he's just ho 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 and all the time for like no reason. Yes. You know, because like not even anything funny will be happening and he'll just be like, oh, oh, oh. Maybe it's like a fucking mental disorder. Uh, Maybe he's having a stroke. Maybe that's what it is. You suspect a blood clot. He's just gonna. (laughs) 
little rogue blood clot fighting its way through. Also, I just had a thought because I was thinking about it because I didn't provide an actual true. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. I didn't think of it at the time because whenever, you know, when someone like asks you a question about your personal taste and you fucking completely forget who you are as a person, like, do I even watch movies? I don't know. But yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. I haven't seen that one. Would you be up to add that to our list that the movie? Yeah, it's such a good movie. Honestly, I would have hoped that we could have find the time to watch Candy Cane Lane. The new Amazon movie. Okay. But I have to say, that is the worst Christmas movie I have ever seen. Ever. Ever. You heard it here first. It's the fucking worst movie. And for our next episode, I will try to get you to watch that. I'm willing to sacrifice myself to watch it again. (laughs) Yeah, let's watch it. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't know why... I think Hollywood ran out of ideas when it's coming to this topic. That's what I think. Well, I mean, look at Disney. They just keep remaking movies, but in live action. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like, shit, what do we do? Uh, live action Beauty and the Beast. That was one of my favorite. Emma Watson as the beauty. Oh, my God. Thank you, D- Disney. Disney, I love you. Thank you for That's that. so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like right in my ears. <laughs> no, I, I, you cannot even imagine seeing Emma Watson in that dress coming down the stairs to dance with the beast. I was like, <laughs> I'm in love. I'm ready to get a divorce. Marry me. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous woman. Yes. Emma Watson, if you'd like to sponsor me, this is one that I'll actually go for. Thank you. And if you would like to marry me, please let me know. She doesn't want to marry you. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> it's Christmas. Lie to me. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I wish she was a hoe. If it's too much, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Oh, well, I'm saying a couple G's is all right by me. Okay. To get her. Oh my god, that's bad. No, now that we won't be real cut. We're cutting it. Yeah. Rachel will fucking kill you. No, have you have you seen the meme that I shared? The thing about Kanye West? Yeah. Yeah, it's on our Discord. If you guys want, join our Discord. Yeah, join our Discord. You can find the link on our Twitch page. Okay, sweet dreams. Yes. Shameless plug. Okay, cool. Is that... Is there more? Actually... There is no more about Weihnachtsmen because we are going going to speak about the tradition in a different episode which will be aired on Christmas Day. Correct. Weihnachtsmen. No, it's Weihnachtsmen. Weihnachtsmen. That's right, you got it. Woo! There's a there's a T somewhere there. It took me like half an hour to get that pronunciation right. But oh, Christmas tree in German. Why next boom? Like it's such an aggressive fucking language. It is not. I'm actually, you know, because if you listen to how Google would pronounce it, they don't do the voice that I do. So it's actually not as bad, but it's bad. It's still bad. It's still bad. And not to get me wrong, it's fucking horrible, but <laughs> Well, okay. This is this was a blast. Yes, thank you everyone for listening. Please join our Reddit channel. Is it a channel being Reddit? It's a subreddit. Please join our subreddit, our Facebook, our Discord. 
follow us on Spotify. Uh, sponsors can reach out. Coca-Cola, Disney, <laughs> Santa Claus, Mrs. Santa, whoever wants to. Don will sell himself to whoever, but I'm a little bit more picky, so, you know. Excuse me, you are telling me if Coca-Cola would call you tomorrow that we would like to make a special bean favor Coke, you would say now. I love Coca-Cola. Thank you very much. And if they want to make a movie about my amazing life, Disney, I'm your man. <laughs> oh my God. You got a big Christmas list this year? Well, is Emma Watson that big? I don't know. I think she can fit in small places. <laughs> okay. With this cringe moment. Okay, sweet dreams. Okay, sweet dreams. Fucking stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs>